It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field, and we are putting this podcast together on Monday, May 17th, and I would urge everybody who is tuned into the podcast to stay right to the end because we have a big announcement to make, but... There are so many things to cover in the podcast, including Brad's summer forecast. But Brad, uh, we'll begin by just asking you uh, what's been going on so far in the month of May. All right, Dan, it is tax day. You knew that. It's tax day. It seems like every day is tax day. (laughs) I just uh, filled up my wife's car yesterday and my car yesterday, and it definitely is tax day (laughs) boy have those prices gone up yes but uh i'll tell you dan but uh anyway the past four days we've uh, we've kind of broken into a a nice pattern uh temperatures the last four days have been well up into the 70s and i did a little quick review of the first half of uh, may and we've averaged about one to two degrees below normal per day Uh, And we've had enough rain. We've had bountiful rain, 2.34 inches so far in the month of May, which is just a little under a half an inch surplus. So we're doing okay with the rainfall. And we've got to do okay with the rainfall, Dan, because last summer we had the drought here in Connecticut and throughout the northeastern part of the United States. So uh, it would really be bad if we we're in another rain deficit, but we're doing okay. As I said, 2.34 inches thus far in the first half of the month of May. So a surplus of 0.44 inches. And if you're keeping track of such things, the warmest day thus far this month, 80 on May 2nd, and the coldest day of this month, 38 degrees on the 13th. Okay, so we've, uh, you know, it's it's been a month where the temperature hasn't been above normal on many days, but by the same token, you talk about temperatures in the 30s, but we haven't seen any major dips in the 20s, if you will. No, correct, Dan. I think, um, you know, I, I, as I look at the weather map for the next seven days and even beyond, I think we are fine now. Uh, to plant all our tender vegetation and so forth, uh, tomatoes and such, because a lot of times you have to watch out for that freakish frost that you can get in the month of May. But I do not see anything uh, on the weather map for the next seven to 10 days. And by the time we get through with the next seven to 10 days, we are practically knocking on the door of June. So I would say the odds are 95% and better that we could plant all uh, all of the tender vegetation and not really have to worry about it going forward. Well, that's that's great. And and the weather map I guess is pretty boring, isn't it? Oh, Dan, I'll tell you what. It's high pressure day after day after day. But well, when a weatherman is bored, that's usually good news for everybody else. So, uh, you know, we've got the high pressure over us on Tuesday, the high pressure over Virginia on Wednesday, the high pressure over Virginia on Thursday, the high pressure over Virginia on Friday. It's not moving. We are in a locked weather pattern, and it looks like we've got some great weather coming this week. Most of the days, Dan, in the 70s, 
even getting up into the 80 to 85 degree range once you get a little bit away from the cooling effects of the Connecticut shoreline. Well, Brad, that provides the perfect introduction to what we had promised in our previous podcast, your long-range summer forecast. And I know you've done a lot of research, so what, what did you come up with? Well, Dan, I thought we'd have some fun with it first and take a look at what the old Farmer's Almanac has to say about the summer of 2021. The old Farmer's Almanac is predicting significantly above average temperatures in the month of June, but then they balance it with significantly below normal temperatures in the month of July. And then during the month of August, slightly below average temperatures. So when you mix it all up for the meteorological summer, June, July, and August, the Old Farmer's Almanac comes out with normal to maybe a fraction of a degree below normal in terms of summertime temperature. But here's the good news, Dan, and here's what I'm cheering for, that the Old Farmer's Almanac is correct in their prediction. Uh, Precipitation above average in June, above average in July, and above average in August. So that coming on the heels of last summer's drought would be very good news. And the other uh, significant aspect of the fact is when you're interrupted with a thunderstorm and shower activity, it's hard to put a heat wave together. I mean, day after day after day, the consecutive days with a temperature 90 or higher. When you have the convection, the showers and thunderstorms firing during the course of the afternoon, it's hard to get the temperature up to 90 on those days. So um, we are looking at uh, slightly, even a fraction of a degree, slightly below normal in temperature and above normal in precipitation. So says the Old Farmer's Almanac. And the hottest periods, according to the Old Farmer's Almanac, would be late June through mid-July. So roughly, uh, you know, that uh, 20-day period from, say, June 25th through about July 15th, including hot over the 4th of July. And then they've got another little period of hot weather in early August. Now, as far as a hurricane, Dan, Old Farmer's Almanac says be on the lookout early to mid-August, which is early for us. Typically, uh, we get most of our uh, tropical activity here in September when the water temperature is at its warmest in Connecticut. You can look back at Hurricane Gloria in 1985, the Great New England Hurricane in 1938. These were all hurricanes that hit in the month of September when the water temperature was at its warmest. The water temperature being warm, supplying the energy and fuel for the hurricane to maintain itself. So, uh, That is according to the Old Farmer's Almanac. So I thought we'd have a little fun first. Well, I don't want to I don't want to go into the old Brad Field Almanac. So we'll just we'll call it the Brad Field Almanac. What does the Brad Field Almanac look like? Well, he's getting old, Dan. No question about (laughs) it. But uh, I did a quick review of 2020. And, uh, you know, you'll recall some of these things that I'm going to bring up here. But Phoenix, Arizona shattered their record. Now, you know, we go by 
uh, 100 degree days here in Connecticut. And if we get one 100 degree day in the course of the summer, that's an aberration. But Phoenix, they have many of them. Uh, so now Phoenix, their, their, their new number that they use is 110. 110. And last summer shattered the record in Phoenix, Arizona for 110 day uh, degree day temperatures. So, uh, you know, that's one thing. Um, Colorado, the state in general, recorded its four largest wildfires in state history in calendar year 2020. Las Vegas, Dan, had 240 consecutive days without measurable rainfall. Can you imagine that? I can't imagine that. Wow. What is that? That, uh, that would be about eight months. About eight months, yeah. Yeah, yeah. eight months without uh, without any measurable rainfall. That is crazy. And you will remember this, Dan. The, Atlanta, uh, the Atlantic Basin had a record-setting 30 tropical systems in calendar year 2020. I mean, we were using that Greek alphabet uh, backwards, right. forwards, and sideways last year. So, um, you know, summer 2021 astronomically begins on June 20th at 11.32 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Again, June 20th at 11.32 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That is when astronomical summer begins. But for the meteorological record-keeping purposes, they look at the calendar month of June, the calendar month of July, and the calendar month of August as uh, summer 2020. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, no matter how you look at it, we're knocking on the door, whether it's June 1st or June 20th at 1132 p.m. And uh, I, I know you, you look to various sources in order to come up with your summer forecast, just as you do for the winter forecast. So what have you been able to come up with? Well, right, Dan, I personally have said this a million times on the podcast, and I'll say it again. When a hurricane is coming, Brad Field does not give you his prediction. I give you the prediction of the National Hurricane Center. They are the authority. All they do is they have professional meteorologists there working around the clock monitoring one thing, tropical weather. And they are good at it. They are better at it than me. So when there is a tropical system coming, we go by the National Hurricane Center. When there's severe weather coming, a thunderstorm, a tornado, we go by the Storm Prediction Center. That's all they do is severe weather forecasting. Now, I use uh, meteorologists that are in commodities that look at the long term and say, hey, how is the corn crop going to fare in the central U.S. this summer? How is the cocoa crop going to fare in Brazil? How is the orange crop going to fare in Florida as we head into the winter? They are the ones that make the long-term predictions, and frankly, they are better at it than me. So I like to use um, the long-range folks at AccuWeather. Uh, there's a meteorologist friend of mine named Larry Cosgrove who uh, does commodities, and he looks long-range. 
there are uh, folks at uh, the prior known as Weather Services International. Uh, it's now called the Weather Company. They have a uh, they have a, a bevy of long term forecasters who look at things. And uh, so I, I've, I've kind of mixed it all together and come up with this. The first part of the summer, and Dan, this will make uh, cognitive sense, I think, to all of our uh, listeners, is that we have not had much in the way of convection or in the way of thunderstorms thus far this spring season. I know there were some scattered around the state yesterday on, on, on Sunday, May 16th, but, you know, uh, an, an outbreak of severe weather in the state has really not occurred thus far. Everything's been sort of delayed. So the consensus seems to be that the first part of the summer, June and early July, will have a lot of thunderstorm activity, and those thunderstorms will interrupt the ability for the uh, Earth's surface to dry out and for the Earth's surface to warm because we will cool by the evaporation of the puddles and everything that the thunderstorms will leave behind. So it looks like the first part of the summer will have a lot of rain and a lot of thunderstorms, which will keep the temperatures nearer to normal. So uh, pockets of moderate drought still exist primarily left over from the harsh summer of 2020. So in terms of what I'm looking at, this kind of pattern will be beneficial. Now, people that are going on their hard-earned summer vacation are probably maybe saying a few uh, expletives listening to me right now saying how this is great, this is great. But uh, truly it is because we do need to keep the grass green. We need to keep the gardens watered. We need to keep the groundwater supply up so that people's wells do not run dry and there's not water rationing and so forth. So uh, I do think the early part of summer 2021 will be wet and fairly normal in terms of temperature, maybe even slightly below normal. But you know what cloud cover does? Cloud cover keeps it cooler by day, but it acts as an insulating blanket and keeps it warmer at night. It's warmer at night, typically, when it's cloudy than when you have a clear starlit sky and all the heat energy of the day freely escapes into space. So a clear night usually means cooler temperatures than a cloudy night. So kind of cloudy by night, keeping it a little above normal at night, and cloudy by day, definitely keeping it below normal during the daytime. So uh, in terms of 90-degree uh, days, Dan, uh, Boston typically averages 14 such days per year, where the temperature goes at or above 90 on 14 occasions. This year, the consensus is around that, 14, 15, 16, something like that. The New York City uh, average is 17 90-degree days per summer. We're looking at 16, 17, 18. So we're looking at about what's a typical amount of 90-degree days. So I do not expect it to be a searing hot summer as it was last summer, primarily because there will be more rainfall and more evaporation 
causing cooling, cooling by the evaporation of the puddles and the rain. And the fact that the grass is tr it's what we call transpiring moisture from the grass blades into the atmosphere, as opposed to last year when you walked on the grass and it, it felt like you were walking on, on prickers or briars, uh, the grass had dried out so much. So uh, when you look at part two of the summer, it looks like it will dry out and warm up a little. And when you take it all into consideration, all of June, all of July, all of August, we may end up maybe a degree above average temperature-wise. So uh, more of a typical type of summer coming up. And hurricanes are also a big part, especially of late summer. Now, the hurricane season uh, technically will be underway very shortly. So, but in the month of June and whatever, you're looking more down in the Gulf of Mexico and Mexico and the Caribbean and whatever. You're not looking along the eastern seaboard of the United States or hardly ever. You've got to wait till the water temperatures warm up. Uh, the prediction for this hurricane season, and it's early, it's early, I will grant you that, is now keep in mind Last year, Dan, I just told you we had a record-setting 30 named tropical systems. This year, the prediction is 16 to 20. So a much, much less active hurricane season. Uh, but 16 to 20 is still above average. Average is 14. So we're looking at slightly uh, above average in terms of tropical named systems. Usually, uh, there are seven hurricanes. When you when you do the math and and uh, and average it out over the years, you usually have seven hurricanes. This year, the prediction from the National Hurricane Center is for seven to ten hurricanes, and typically three to four of them impact the U.S. This year, the prediction is for five of them to to hit the U.S. So. To quantify this, nothing like last year, way, way, way less in terms of named tropical systems. But when you look at what's typical and what's average, we are near or even slightly above what's average. So to sum it all up, near to slightly above average in terms of tropical systems, maybe a degree above average in terms of temperature for the overall summer, and much, much more precipitation than we had last summer, which in my estimation, and I go on vacation too, in my estimation, Dan, is a good thing. I want to talk a bit about action carpet and floor covering, one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. It's that time of year when perhaps you're looking at remodeling your home and you want new floors or maybe new tile in the bathroom. The place to go is Action Carpet and Floor Covering in Simsbury, founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake. Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers. They offer brand name floor covering products in vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs and tile, plus backsplash. Yes, it is time to think about remodeling the home for spring. And that's where Action Carpet and Floor Covering comes in. By the way, free estimates on all installations from Action Carpet and Floor Covering. 
Free quotes are offered for insurance estimates, high pressure or hot water extraction, stripping and waxing of floors, upholstery cleaning, restoration, area rug cleaning, and much, much more. Action Carpet and Floor Covering wants their customers to be beyond satisfied. They want to be considered their customers' one and only floor covering company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406, 860-651-8406, or go online at action-carpet.com, action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full-service flooring company. Let me ask you this, uh, particularly that first half of summer when you're talking about more precipitation, will that make, obviously, for a more humid summer? Yeah, great question, Dan, and the answer is absolutely yes. And, um, you know, we we, we talk about... uh, uh, coaching and in in, uh, in little league and so forth and uh, you know you broadcasting for the yard goats and and me uh, uh, coaching for the Granby uh, varsity baseball team. I, I wanted to tell you one of our boys hit a home run on Saturday, and this boy had been complaining to me. He came up to me and said, "Coach, it's 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 hot out today," and uh, you know. I said, not for, not for your coach. It's not, I mean, it was like uh, in the seventies and warm and I had my short sleeve (laughs) Jersey on or whatever, but uh, you know, when you're running around playing, I guess it is hot, but I, I, I did tell him after he hit a home run, Dan out of the park, that warm air molecules are more buoyant (laughs) than cold air molecules. And you actually see more home runs when the weather is warm and when the weather is humid. And Dan, I know you as a, you know, a sometimes golfer and me as a golfer hacker, uh, the ball goes farther when it's warm and it's humid. And it's based on uh, water molecules being uh, warm air molecules are lighter and less dense and more buoyant than cold air molecules. And they keep the ball up in the air longer. Well, that explains so, uh, why my... Explains why my drives haven't been going that far so far this golf season. <laughs> That's right. It has it it has been to date, Dan, a a, a cold spring. Yeah. But I, I do think the last uh four days of temperatures in the seventies, I do believe we've turned the corner here. And uh, I do believe we're into uh some more uh normal late spring, heading into summer type weather. But I will say this, Dan, May seventeenth. I have I had to get a new air conditioner last year because uh, I my home is 17 years old and my air conditioner uh, went belly up last year. But so I have a new air conditioner, but I have not christened it yet. Uh, and and this is awfully late, uh, you know, That's to right. get to May 17th, and I uh, I haven't even considered putting it on yet. <laughs> Well, we may get to that point shortly, and uh, we're going to have a big announcement coming up shortly, but uh, why don't we take a look at the immediate forecast, what things look like as we put this podcast together, as you said, on May 17th. All right, Dan, it looks like a beautiful, beautiful day today, mostly sunny, temperatures in the 70s. It'll become partly cloudy overnight tonight, 48 to 54 degrees. 
Coming up for Tuesday, sun and some clouds around. You can't rule out an isolated shower, you know, especially in the warmest part of the day in the afternoon. Uh, temperatures moving up into the 70s again. And Dan, my caveat here when I say the temperatures, I'm stating them for the vast majority of the state, 90% of the state once you get away from the immediate Connecticut shoreline. But just as the case is if you live in Norfolk, Connecticut, and a Hartford meteorologist says on a winter night, low tonight of 25, you know darn well in Norfolk, it's going to be in the teens. And it usually always is. So it's the same thing. When I'm saying these temperatures, it's for the vast majority of the state. But if you live in Mystic or Stonington or Old Saybrook or Old Lyme, you know you get those afternoon sea breezes and you know that the temperature is cooler. So instead of every single day saying high temperature of 75 to 80, except for 65 in Stonington. And uh, so it's, it's just sort of a given that that's out there, that the sea breezes will kick in. Wednesday, Dan, we've got a sunny day. 78 to 84 degrees inland. Uh, Thursday, a sunny day, 80 to 85 degrees inland. Friday, a partly sunny day. So we're changing it up. We go from sunny to partly sunny. Uh, 78 to 84, there can be a shower on Friday. And I do think, Dan, we're under the gun for a few scattered showers over the weekend. But again, you know, with all due respect to weather apps and so forth, if you look at your trusty weather app, it's going to have, it's going to look like rain on Saturday and it's going to look like rain on Sunday because they put that one icon down. But I will tell you this, I think, and here it is Monday and I'm predicting out six, seven days, predicting Saturday and Sunday. I think that maybe two hours of each day it might rain. And the other, well, I don't know what there is of daylight, the other 12 hours of daylight, so I guess 14-hour days now, uh, 12 hours of daylight, it's not going to rain. But you're going to look at that weather app and think, oh, cancel all my plans. But that is not true. Scattered showers on Saturday near 80 and scattered showers on Sunday near 80. And again, a shower, Dan, you can look out your window in Torrington. It can be pouring rain. But if someone uh, in Goshen off to your north looks out their window, they'll see a black cloud go by to the south and not get a drop. That's the nature of the beast. It sure is. Brad, this is our 145th podcast, and we have not missed a podcast since we started this in December of 2018. But uh, I know that your summer schedule coming up is going to be extensively busy, and my summer schedule is going to be extensively busy. So we have an announcement to make, and why don't you go ahead? Well, Dan, um, you know, that consecutive streak is something that uh, I am extraordinarily proud of. But we will be breaking the uh, consecutive streak of doing the podcast. Uh, as Dan stated, a very busy summer for him 
but a, a just an unbelievably busy summer for me. And it's mainly good stuff. I mean, I don't want anybody to think anything's wrong or anybody's unhealthy or anything like that, but it's just a super busy summer. And whenever we do our podcast, we want to put our best effort forward. Uh, there's a term that's no, that's known around the, the, the media business as, quote, mailing it in. And I never want to seem like I'm just mailing it in, uh, not really caring about what I'm saying or putting a lot of effort into what I'm doing or whatever. So the bottom line here is Dan and I are going to take a little hiatus, but we'll be back in September with the Bradfield Weather Podcast. Hopefully we'll line up a lot of good sponsors. So if any of you guys are, are listening or are hearing us on this podcast, McAllen Construction of Prospect has been with us and Action Carpet of Simsbury has been with us. So, but we would like to have more sponsors too, because we have the podcast, we have the storm specific podcast, we have the website. Um, so if anybody knows of anybody who, who they think might want to sponsor the Bradfield Weather Podcast, it's not that much money. And um, it, it, it's, it's a lot of fun and we would be very appreciative. But Dan and I will be back in the month of September. We will gear up for the fall and for the winter. By then, uh, life should be settled more for me. I'm not speaking for you, Dan, but more for me. But as I said, again, good stuff. This is good stuff happening. Nothing bad. Um, you know, everybody's in good health as far as I know in my family and, uh, you know, all is well. But uh, as I said, we don't want to mail it in. We want to do a great job. But all summer long, you'll be able to get your daily forecast at bradfieldweather.com. You'll hear from Dan and me on social media. And if a hurricane is coming, or a severe weather outbreak is coming or whatever, we will tell you via our social media that we will be doing a storm specific podcast. Okay. So we're going away kind of, sort of. Right. Uh, and we, we always, as you know, thank our first responders. They've done such a tremendous job. So a thank you to them. And uh, a big thank you, obviously, to our podcast audience. As you said, we're not going away. We're just taking a break. And we want to wish everybody a wonderful summer, and of course, to you and Sandy as well. Have a great summer, Brad. To you and Susan as well, Dan. And, uh, you know, we've become friends uh, behind the scenes, too, not just on the podcast. So I will be calling you very soon for our next uh, uh, morning coffee get-together. You bet. All right. And there you have it, friends. Uh, we're not going away. We're just taking a bit of a break. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company.